This episode of the Edify Studios podcast is brought to you by Safety First. Safety stands for Safety and Fire Technology Incorporated. Our mission is to provide our customers with expert information, economical solutions, and unlimited inspiration by producing appealing architectural products that protect people. If you have any questions or need help with any current or upcoming projects, don't hesitate to call us toll-free at 888-653-3333, Monday through Friday, between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific. You can also visit us online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at www.safety.com. We look forward to being your first source for all your fire-rated glass and framing needs. Welcome to the Edify Studios podcast, discussing the shift of architectural concepts into actual solutions, disrupting the current status quo, and having a blast the whole time. Here are your hosts, Brad Glauser and Brad Walker. Hey guys, welcome to the Edify Studios podcast. Super happy to be here. Man, it feels good. It feels super good to be here today. I'm Brad Glauser and I got across the table, Mr. Brad Walker. <laughs> What's up, YouTube ladies? What's up, YouTube gentlemen or people? People out in there? general, humans, hopefully. Podcast people, we are launched and ready to go, man. I feel so good to be in this position, dude. I feel I feel so many feelings. I feel all the feelings right now. <laughs> all the feelings. But guess what? This is happening regardless. It is happening regardless. We're doing this, like it or not, humans. I'm super happy about it, man. This is a thing. So welcome. Happy to be here. Happy. Hopefully you guys are having a good day like we are in the Northwest today. Beautiful week this week we've had so far. Oh. Uh, kind of got spoiled a little bit. Stupid. My allergies are crushing on me hard, though, because it was like, hey, guess what's here all of a sudden? Pollen! <laughs> and spring! Thank you. At least leave a note saying it's going to be coming oh. soon. <laughs> right. Unbelievable, but gorgeous. Oh, man, it has Stunning. been gorgeous, dude. It's oh. just like it was so busy, a part of the, the first part of this week of just kind of getting everything rolling to get this first episode out the door and actually to you guys, but... Man, all I want to do is just be outside, but nope. Know. You know, know what I mean? That's the just coming into spring sports <laughs> and getting everything sort of popping with oh, that. And my goodness, dude, ugh. it's wonderful. But at the same time, super happy to be episode one for the Edify Studios podcast. This is number one. We're on the books, and Ooh, no. so you know, today we wanted to kind of jump into just an intro to Edify Studios in audio format. You know, you guys have been to our website, hopefully, www.edify-studios.com. So please join us there. Um, also, join us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. All the um, medias. All the social all media. The socials. We really invite you guys to, to be a part of the conversation, to ask us the questions and kind of be a part of that community. Um, we've had some really great responses as we released the trailer back um, on on uh, LinkedIn. Man, that was so fun. Oh. Just just bebopping back with messages and comments back with everybody. You never know. All of a sudden, it was just like, yeah. here it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we are. No, Let's get great. started. But uh, it seems like it seems like there are a lot of people that latched on to the the want of oh, kind yeah. of what we're talking about, which is just a, it's such a niche world it's in like a finally, lot of ways. But it's also here, you know. It's also there's a lot of global elements to what we're gonna jump into as as well. So, it's no, gonna, it's and, gonna be a ride. And to in, to kind of introduce you guys, Edify Studios podcast, we want to give the opportunity to introduce both myself and Brad Walker, um, the Brads, as we're so affectionately now known. Yeah, you know what I mean. The Brads, the Brads, welcome, right? No, it really is. It's been a lot of fun to uh, take the past eight months as we've kind of dumped into the Edify Studios world, created the company. 
Um, and so we wanted to give the opportunity to, uh, to introduce both of ourselves today and Edify Studios in a little bit more formal video audio format. So, yeah. so B Dub, let's let's talk about you, my friend. Yeah, let's jump in. Let's jump into you. So I have spent most of my uh, career in co- in commercial construction, right? Specifically on doors and windows, exterior glass and glazing systems. Um, most recently working for the, 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 several of the most recent years have been on the, uh, glazing subcontractor side. Okay. So I understood the level of, uh, two sides of it. One, I un- understood the level of want of, of needing more information right. from the manufacturers of the world, <laughs> uh, and B okay. not, not really understanding the vehicle that they were using to get that information to me. Okay. Uh, a lot of times the, the term manufacturers reps was a little clouded and we'll get into, into that as we get into edify studios. But for me, it was always a beat my head against the wall experience because I could always yeah. find a human, but I couldn't find an answer and I couldn't <laughs> find a solution or make those two kind of marry up like oh. human and solution or human and answer kind of bring together. Yeah. Got it. Got and, it. And got a lot it. of times there's a solution down the road, but it was like human, 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 human back to human email solution solve maybe. So for, for, for that piece, that, that's what uh, was a driving factor of, of going to these uh, design assist meetings as a glazing subcontractor who's trying to uh, initiate the, the design and, and, yeah. and uh, constructability elements of the, the exterior curtain wall system or the exterior storefront or the exterior um, metal panel structures <laughs> uh, to, to be part of that and to have it go so fast and so quick and you need to be the one driving the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to rely on and invite in um, a lot of the people that are out there. And I don't blame them. And again, well, I know we'll get into this in, right. in a little bit later. But for me, there was a huge void. And that's why I wanted to jump into this. So my side of the of, of the fence, my side of the, the yard is understanding the struggles and the um, s- stab your own face uh, <laughs> with anger and, and frustration uh, from the glazing subcontractor side and understanding right. how it folds in with the with the contractor and the developer as well as the owner and, and making sure that all of those moments are, are, are met with the architect's intent and with the budget in line and, and all those things. So, that, so I, I want to, you know, make sure that, that we deliver in our business and in our podcast right. and everything that we deliver content for them. Well, and talk about that a little bit. I mean, obviously your, your relationships that you have, you've been able to develop over the past um, I guess it's been specifically like seven, eight years mm-hmm. that have kind of been in, well, it's been longer than that, but just kind of dumping into the last seven, eight years of what your experience, but your the relationships that you've been able to kind of establish on the developer, owner, general contractor, and I would say kind of a principal architect role. Yeah. You know, like talk about how those three kind of parties have, um, when they, when they address, when they've addressed through you the envelope construction, and then, okay, and then on, on top of that, like, talk about what is kind of lighted, lit your fire as far as a passionate approach to that. I think that's yeah. super important. So I think that there there's a, there's a bunch of different aspects that you can look at this. At the end of the day, as, as the glazing subcontractor or whatever, you need to understand that you need to be looking at three or four different elements. Okay. The architectural intent. Right. And the overall aesthetic that you need to deliver on. Got it. Then there's the general contractor who who wants to make sure that contractually and scope wise and all the all the parts and pieces are are there so that you can get paid and they're not gonna have any scope gaps and and but you also have the developer 
who's going to look at it from a budgetary standpoint of I only have X many dollars to build the entire structure. I need to make sure that I meet it. But at the same time, understanding that they're going to they're going to have maintenance concerns, yeah. long term uh, life cycle, short term. Yeah. What's it going to be? How do I get to my ROI? What's my what? You know, if is this, doing X going to increase my leaseability or my lease rates that I can, right. I can get? Is that going to give me more That's leasable a, square footage? Wow. Potentially. Uh, so. Looking at it from all those means that a lot of the time you're going to walk in the room and somebody's going to be upset. Okay. You're just going to pee on somebody's hopes. That right. Day. So just like between your principal architectural intent, your leasable square footage, and then your ability to contract from a contractor perspective. Right. right. So because at the end of the day, it's it's commercial construction. Yeah. Right? We're not yeah, yeah. we're not Bob's unicorn factory. <laughs> right. We're not just making rainbows. <laughs> So at some point, bunnies and flowers, <laughs> bunnies and flowers. No, yeah. you know, there's always going to be some point early, middle, late in the, in the project where something happens, it's going to affect budget. Sure. And you're going to you're going to be called to the carpet to make decisions and find solutions that happen. And you don't want to, you don't want to wreck the architectural intent. You don't want to take away from the aesthetic. You don't want to just give money away. That doesn't, that doesn't, you know, help yeah. in any way that way. And you, you don't want to skirt around quality or construction right. uh, in, in the way that's going to be damaging to anybody else. So it's, it's trying to figure out what can be moved around to get to the, to the end result. Okay. So, so that's a piece that, that, that I think is going to be uh, deep into what we go through, through the, the series of podcasts to go forward and guests that we have on. Um, but that, that also ties into just the sheer manufacturing side, yeah. the understanding of that side. And I think that is a world you speak more eloquently. No, well, in. it's interesting. So similar background to, uh, to Brad here is, is that, I mean, I grew up in the, in the construction industry. I mean, that's kind of the direction I came from. Um, I understood what construction was. I was a kid. I was sweeping out houses with my dad. Um, I f- framed houses when I was a teenager, poured concrete, finished carpentry, sheetrock, a lot of those trades. They've been done mainly in the residential construction business. And as I came through um, kind of the ranks in from sweeping houses to helping my um, uh, dad schedule all the subcontractors and making through everything work, it's it's interesting because I don't know if it was smart to stay within the con- contracting industry or no. construction industry um, through the recession of 2007, 8, 9, you know, like those areas. Um, but needless to say, that's what happened, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and and I think it's it's interesting to kind of look back into that because I think that was a pivotal point for me specifically in, in staying and being familiar with the residential construction, but then like getting introduced to some commercial aspects along the way. And I remember distinctly making the decision, like as I learned about, as I was purchasing director for a major general contractor, we did some light commercial construction and those things. I learned a lot about the products format and I learned to understand the different recipes and how products really affected budget. And it was more of understanding what performance measures were from ownership standpoint and and how, how GCs are actually building budgets and light items to then understanding where those translated into quality for the overall products sure. format. And I mean, okay, this is a huge indicator for me is, is that I'm reading, <laughs> this may sound super boring <laughs> to you guys, but like translating- or super relatable. Or honestly. super relatable too. But like, I remember going to a point where it was a reading through rebate formats. <laughs> okay, come on. Yeah. Reading the rebate formats that the energy company was going to give back to the general contractors and or the owners if certain products were used. That's when this started to really kind of come out, right? 
remember getting deep inside what a U value was, understanding what the solar heat gain coefficients were, why the visible light transmittance was perform it was so performant or performance driven on glass. And it was just as people are starting to value what low E coatings were right. in the in the in that world. And so as we got into it, I I was like, all right, I'm mean, I guess I'll just kind of come into that doors and window industry. But I wanted to open specifically a direction of commercial construction because I liked the overall format of like, okay, here's the contract, here's the scope, this is the performance, here's the schedule, and these things you're going to stand on and execute a contract for. So it was it was more than a handshake and a phone call of like, hey, give me four cabinets, yes. you know. It, and so I I liked that commercial construction atmosphere. So as I migrated through the door and window industry, found myself in, found myself in Seattle. You know, kid from Southwest Utah coming into Seattle. Jeez, I mean, talk yeah, about culture shock. Southwest and, and, and we're Northwest, not even that, right? Like culturally diverse compared to a lot of areas, no. and yet we are drastically diverse compared to that. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely, in a, in a lot of ways. But coming into Seattle and falling in love with the city and falling in love with the Northwest was, was it was awesome, man. It really was. But it's magical. It is. It really is a cool area now. And but coming into now the glass and glazing world for the last seven years, I dumped into the manufacturers, right? And and coming from the general contractor side and the subcontractor side, going back into that manufacturing world was just a was eye opener for me how absolutely oil and water manufacturing and contracting actually really is. Is is that you actually have lean understanding of six sigma lines to making sure that whatever is actually coming through that manufacturer is is your bottom dollar you're doing the most efficiently possible and it is it is an all in one shot, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Like just abs clean. You get quality control up. You have all these different measures and metrics you're going to be looking at from financial. Okay, how much capital do you have on the shelf? Are you using calculated. all that? Oh, it's very calculated, robotic almost. Totally robotic. And it, and in in the in the manufacturing industry demands that it needs to be an absolute down to the second that you're per, you're you're spending on that material is is what's your cost of bottom line production is right and so bringing projects like a commercial construction for unitized curtain wall or large-scale glass engineered wall systems into these manufacturing facilities that have been even been around for a good 40 50 years in in, in the nation was still oil and water experience hmm. it didn't have necessarily that feel of like oh we've done this before it it almost had this feel like how do we start this engine right how do we actually translate this project into a manufacturing world so when it specifically when I talk about performance and how that worked it was we had to we had to figure out in the beginning where where it was more of just understanding that not only that like okay how am I going to purchase this how am I going to do it but what's actually going to be believable for these the owners and subcontractors and everybody up the tree of what releases are going to be looking like and how we're going to be engineering certain things. And, and it, man, it was just fascinating, you know, but at the same time, like I saw this absolute disconnect that it was just like, I'm only worried about one thing, one scope, one world, right? These, Super microscopic these, in terms of the totally these, scale. the yeah. sandboxes, the sandbox that exists was extremely small for, and, and everything outside that sandbox for that manufacturer didn't exist. Really? It, it just didn't exist. So, I mean, for me, it was a it was just this evolution of a of my career coming coming into this, but it was absolutely the direction I'm supposed to go. The yeah. absolutely the direction I wanted to go for it, and so 
I mean, coming into boiling the general contractor down and also the, the kid that swept houses into this experience today, like, man, just could not be more excited to be in this location where we're at, partnered with the people that we have in oh, front of us. Right. And so that's why I think that's where the passionate passion comes from is this understanding that that the perspective from manufacturer, um, understanding where it comes from, from lean, lean Six Sigma world, actually into contracting. For some reason, that worked for my brain, man. And in some, and and I, I mean, along the way, actually getting certified with NFRC, and actually becoming an, an accredited certified entity to make sure that thermal values and a lot of those things could actually work on buildings, yeah. which you know, rather and no, actually absolutely. be transparent process. And I've been I've been constantly able to translate those things back into that contracting world out of these if it's a government regulated or manufacturer regulated world. But it's just been an absolute blast, dude. I just absolutely love it. <laughs> and that's so great because in a lot of ways that is horrifically boring stuff. It is. I mean, that is not dinner party banter. No, no right? it's not like I could go have a beer with somebody and be like, hey, man, we're going to actually or go grab a coffee and be like, so guess what? The number 16s inside the screw race that are actually going to be inside have to be a stainless steel alloy. You know, it's like, uh, uh, cool. Um, yeah, you're not a, at a dinner party talking to like other kids, you know, your kids' parents no. and be like, hey, what do you do? Well, I work for Horizon Forza, the video game. And <laughs> yeah, I, I exactly. work on uh, all these cool video games. Cool. Listen to this, though. <laughs> cool. Listen to this. I'm an NFRC ace. <laughs> you probably don't know what that is, but it's glass. And th- <laughs> yeah, no, it's like NFRC. You just lost me when you said, did you speak Chinese? You know what I mean? Yes. No. Is that one word or is that an acronym? What is that word? So it's great to love it. I mean, oh, honestly, dude. that it's is amazing. That, it's, it's great to be passionate about something like that because uh, for a lot of the world, I think that's a really hard thing to, to, to look at and compare to yeah. passion. No, it totally is. Um, the other thing I think that's really cool about our, our trade, our scope, our world, our industry, however you want to frame it for whatever uh, you are listening to or watching for, but um, in most regards, our scope of the work that yeah, we're doing right. is the super sexy stuff you can it is, see. Right? Come on, man. Right? No offense to the electrical or plumbing or mechanical. Or drywall or guy or any of those other guys. Insulator. Right? There's, there's, hey, buddy. 30, 40 trades. Any right. of the guys right. who are doing like civil or underground or any of the, the erectors or, or totally. any of the, like, cool. Point at all the buildings. I'll never know. But there's something just super cool. You see a building and you know you worked on it and you know you were there and you know you were part of it that you can literally point to it. And yeah. Go, yeah. That's the work. And you and that's everybody looks at your your stuff first. Like that's the, it is. So glass, um, aluminum engineered wall systems, like that is the that's really it's what shapes everything else exterior wise. Yeah. You know, so absolutely, we look up, dude. We look up, right? Yeah. That's a lot of the world and, and my wife hates walking in through Seattle with me. She just won't. <laughs> it used to be that she would be because I'll stop. I'll stop yeah. constantly and just look up and see what I'm seeing in yeah. terms of, you know, these canopies make no sense. I don't know why they did this. We're looking at the at the wall, or I wonder if this was all unitized. Right? Do you think they captured the stone in here? Right. Like I'll slow the whole process of, of just life down. Yeah. For her. Let's get to the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. No, Let's she, get to the restaurant. And it Come used on. to be that, that she would stop and she'd be like, Ugh. and now she just goes. She just, <laughs> she just goes. Walks. She's like, I know where I'm going, and if you catch up, that'd be delightful. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop with my I'll stop with my phone and be like, oh, I got to take a picture of that. Like, and 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 somebody and. Like people that are maybe visiting, like I'm going to go show downtown to Seattle. Somebody, we're going to walk to Pikes or something, and we'll go through. Oh, yeah. And I'll stop, and I'll be like, I'm going to take a picture of this, and they'll be like, Oh, what, 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 what is it? What is it? 
<laughs> and I mean, is it Will Smith? <laughs> what do you see? Is it Bieber? Is it Biebs? <laughs> right. No, just look at that curtain wall. <laughs> right. Can you see actually that that SSG joint that actually is traveling? The live load is actually currently on the building right now, where the inner story drift because it's in a swing season <laughs> actually is adjusting. So the thermal values of that, and it's like, right. So no, it, I, this podcast is for that person. Yes. So okay. so just a quick quick little element. If you're if you're if you're not watching this. You should be. You should be. If you are watching this or listening to this or however you're consuming this, if you are walking through a downtown area of yeah. anywheresville.com. Absolutely. And you look up or you enjoy seeing those things on the regular, then you're in the right place. Yeah, hit us up. Tell us actually what you're is your right favorite place. project. Tag us on some of the on your social media stuff, man, at edify underscore studios. You know, tag us at those things. We actually want to share that back. So please involve us in that conversation. We get lost. Yeah. looking up man and 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 the thing that i'm starting to enjoy is there's always been the exterior facade right, right. even though a lot of the buildings in seattle somebody forgot that you can have a good looking exterior facade uh you know they did years, forget that right years back it was yeah, it was like, like um, let's use a brownish precast right. everywhere <laughs> got it um but you know what i'm really digging on lately and i know this is a digression Mm-mm. but man interior stuff Oh God! Interior it's so sexy, stuff has man. gotten so banana town yeah. gorgy, absolute sexy. That I am, I am so in love with some of the things that these guys are doing inside their lobbies, inside their conference rooms, inside their open space, right? Uh, pieces that they have now, unbelievable. No, it is. It is. It's phenomenal. Well, you guys, you can tell that we're kind of, kind of whacked out, crazy. Cracked out, nerdy on this Cuc- stuff. Cuckoo birds, <laughs> and it really is a passion for us. And that's it's for us. We wanted to make sure that we brought you guys or continue to bring you guys that value. And so, creating Edify Studios um, has actually been a man. It's been really, really fun to kind of get into. And so, I mean, just to kind of introduce you guys to Edify Studios and what that means, what that is. What does what does that mean? Because I want to ask you two right. questions. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I want to ask you because this is the question that we get all the time. All right, is what does Edify mean? Like just in terms of Edify Studios, what does it mean? And then what does it mean to you? All right. So look it up in the dictionary. Let's Michael Scott it and actually bring this, you know, to like the let's start, you know, the this conversation. So Edify is to teach someone in a way that improves both mind and character. And in in so that's the that's the direction you can go for Edify. Edify also has the secondary meaning of an edifice of like a Greek mythology of actually uh, like a building or something that's been erected to be looked at in a monument format, right? So it's to me, I look at it as as a place where where we wanted to bring value in an education format that was going to then change the culture right. of the architectural industry. Great. At the end of the day, we can actually bring a product to a table or give you a detail. But I'm not here to basically just slap a binder on your desk of full of promotional details that have zero to do with what your architectural intent is. So to edify is to actually bring that educational, bring that value, being in a product format, being in a design solution format to your world of a project yep. that will then that will then elevate your mind and character surrounding the industry to absolutely shift architectural concepts into solutions yes so to mean means to me edify is to teach both mind and character but also now here we bring this in a valuable format that translates it out of the world of 
a Google machine or uh-huh. a or a ten digit phone number that you're going to call into an applicable solution for your project. How's that? I think that's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I think that uh, on my side of that, uh, Edify yes uh, is a, is a teaching ability. It's it's right. it's our way of transferring knowledge that we have either gained or are gaining as we go through this yeah. from project to project. And, and what, what I'm trying to do is make sure that everybody out there doesn't feel forced into an Island of their own. Because right. A lot of times projects can be consuming of you. They can force you onto an Island of one and um, you are recreating a wheel <laughs> that has been used every time and used and used and used. Yeah. And maybe it's only been used on the last two years or last six months. Mm-hmm. It's been used somewhere to some degree of some complexity. So for me, it's, it's, it's being out there. Now we represent and we work with a, a certain uh, lines and vent and manufacturers out right. there in the world. But at the end of the day, who we represent, it, yeah. it, there's not a one size fits all. This it's not good. a, if you call me, I've got the product for you on this one, this absolute, here's the, the magic seed. Right. Right. So go plant it in your garden and <laughs> the perfect job will grow. That's not how this is going to work. But but what we, we can do, the thing that we do. Right. That I would I would almost angle to say that nobody else is even yeah. wanting to do wanting to do is we'll go in and we will absolutely work with you, whether you're a, a, a subcontractor, uh, an architect, developer. And we'll just work with you through a detail. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it has no application into our world, per se, if it's uh, meaning if it's one of our uh, the, the, the manufacturers that we work alongside of uh, for us, it's it's how do we help in general? It's a legacy moment. right? It is. Well, that was that was one of the main things that we wanted to make sure we highlighted throughout it is, is that we could have been Brad and Brad product hut. <laughs> right. And, and we could have had this line card that could have been attached to it and said, okay, great. Call my estimator. He'll get you a price or just go direct to him. No, 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 absolutely not. It's that is an absolute saying that I just want the money out of the situation. I just want the currency over the situation in the situation in this world, everybody you're speaking to and are about right now, like going in and actually working through that detail right. is, a, is a solution that's actually going to create a legacy for for the city, for this, for the next person that's going li- to inhabit that office space, look, it'll actually be taken care of in that hospital, you know, taking that, that park or that situation and actually enjoying art, you know, like architects, architecture is here to create legacy for our, for our communities. Oh, and absolutely. So, and so we're here to make sure we're, we are nerding out. Nerding out. That's, that's a term we use all the time. Get, re- get ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. We're here to nerd out on that detail, on that specific weird condition that needs to be there to actually achieve that legacy. So for us, a huge theme was legacy over currency. Absolutely. 100% of legacy over currency. And it, pl- it was a place that we wanted to make sure that we were providing that training, not necessarily just an AIA, mm. right? Yeah, you know, I mean, you got these product representatives, you know, and they, look, we can we can hook you up with some yeah, AIA. Trainings. We can I can hook you okay. up with the direct AIA training. But we walked into this going, okay, AIA is a thing, right? We get it from that level. Sure, it's a necessity it's, for it. It's a, an continuing education that and is part of that industry, part of the industry for it. And we can connect you to the AIA representatives that will come in, you know, and and, and do that. Uh, for us, we want to actually be uh, a, a value to the problem you have in front of you right now. For that project specifically. That absolute 
we don't know how to get here thermally. We don't know how to get here seismically. How do we unitize this? How do I put this inside the curtain wall? Should this be curtain wall? (laughs) (laughs) Do I know what curtain wall is? Do I keep calling it storefront? Should I call it storefront? Should well, I call it window wall? It's different because, so you think about education and AIAs and you think about that's going to happen in a, on Tuesdays and Thursdays and we're scheduled out for six months and we just got to have that education out there. Um, and it's mainly for it to make sure that there's a good free lunch provided or those types of things. And education is necessary. However, then there's training. The, yeah. the stuff that the architects, like the stuff that you guys do every single day that actually is is gets into the details of communicating how samples are going to be working um, of finish types on different forms of metal. When you're going to be looking at um, the different transitions that are going to happen between balconies and the adjacent planes of your of your glass wall systems between slab or in front of slab, like this is where this is where it elevates from education to actually training, right? Yeah. So there's a there's a distinct difference between being educated on uh, what curtain wall is from a definition standpoint in an AIA format than to an application and actually training that meaning of what curtain wall can be into your project. Yeah. Uh, there's there's just two sides that you know we can we can definitely help on the the vague generality training. Sure, sure. That needs to happen out there in the world and the and the global overscaled somewhat knowledge right. training that, that it happens. But you can see us writhe on when we say those two things, right? It's not that it's sure it's a necessity, but we want to give you the value that's actually going to be not just a 101 training, no. not like a 201 class you're going to get from like an auditing and night school situation, right? None of that. It's this is 600, 700, 800 level courses that we're going to be going into for each project that it's going to be applicable because it has to be that narrow. Yeah. And it has to be that specific for it. And it's a place where we want to make sure we apply those those real solutions yeah. into your project. So we talk about education. We talk about training. Training is in like that everyday thing you do. Like it is in everything. Like you are training for that project. That is for this thing to launch. Right. And it's a, it's a different mentality of saying that we're going to take education or we educate you. Great, we based on education, but it's actually a training effort that we want to go in. That's the reason why Edify is created yes. here within the studio of actually creating those things, a place where we can actually, this world of Edify Studios, where we can actually create these training efforts. So, anyways. Yeah, no, well, I think that's very important that, 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 we, that we go into that a little bit because there's been jobs that we've been called on very recently where, right. where it's basically just to come in to make sure that they're not double detailing or over detailing. Cause that's the problem. A lot of the times is, is that they tend to over detail or over um, analyze what it is that, that, that needs to be shown right. when less is more in a lot of situations there's, and then to go into the situations where there's no detailing and that's where the costs are all going to get bound up and caught. Mm-hmm. So it's even just looking at it from a, a practical standpoint of, look, this is how I would look at it as a glazing subcontractor. Right. I'm not going to price any of this because it's too muddy and cloudy and I'm going to have to give a bunch of, or I'm going to price it so high right. because I don't want to do it <laughs> right. because it's messy or sloppy or whatever. We want to, we want to be somebody who's just going to give it. Sometimes we, we get called in just to give it a sniff test. I know. Just a, does this look like it's going to be a thing that we can do? Well, look, there's value in 
in a generality format from what you can get from Google. And then there's now a value that you can actually grab from attaching it to an applicable detail for your project. Right. There are two different worlds that exist inside that. And, it, and for me, I look at it and it's like that is an absolute pillar of what Edify Studios is, is training versus education. And drilling down on that has been for us because we are so hyper-focused on not only training, but on a design assist, right? Oh. Okay. Like that's that's the uh, like the secondary. I, I want to talk about one more to that, but I think we got to drill down on understanding. And we'll get into some later yeah. episodes about yeah. what specifically design assist is and some best practices of that. But it's a it's a for me, I look at it as is that we are here to to actually focus on design assist because it is a it is a mystic beast in our in our industry. It is it is an absolutely mythical creature to a lot of to a lot of folks. Um, so there's, there's, there's multiple levels to design assist as well. Yeah. Um, cause you can assist the design and then you can do design assist. So assist the design is from that cocktail napkin right. concept sketch totally. to, excuse me, is that a thing? <laughs> there you go. Is that a thing that can exist in the world? Right. right. Like to, I, I, and don't tell me it's going to be a million dollars a square foot cause that's dumb. Yeah. So taking that concept element, that right. very design driven rendering and saying, how do we make this into something that can be bid, built, assembled, installed, executed, and warrantied? Right? The <laughs> right. whole meal Absolutely. Deal. So, so we do a lot of the design assist work even before the design assist process that we know and, and enjoy in the term of glazing subcontract. Totally. So for, for a lot of the stuff we do, uh, it's even, hey, we've got this concept. Here's how we want to go about it. Right. What should we put into the drawings to be able to get it out so that they can put a, a very intelligent and responsible design assist number to it? You know, it's 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 a part of the we, we live in the world of, of developing sketches and developing schematic design drawing levels, but then really attaching no application to like for money and schedule to it. And, and the general contractors completely struggle when you see this awesome 14 sided faceted building and then it's and then the developer loves it because the architecture is so beautiful and and it's not to say that it's not right it's a place where it actually really can but the 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 applicability of it is so further down the road so this project is in 2025 or 2026 and it's it's a place where it's like wait a minute hold on right what's actually going to happen what can happen about it and, what should and actually, or shouldn't happen? What should or shouldn't happen to it? What's actually the rubber that meets the road? Yeah, you know. And so, design assist for us is actually bringing that value that you're going to get in that project at the time when it means most. Maybe when everybody's angry and pissed off and a change order happens, but in reality, that's when rubber meets the roads and actually gets yeah. work. Let's get that value that's going to be done then and actually bring it forward to now. Oh, absolutely. It, like, and that's the thing: is that a possibility? You know, I think for everybody, this mysticism is like, well, what what do we know what's going to happen to it? Right. And I think that everybody's approaching design assist is this really this this place of like, well, what is design assist? How it's just application, you guys. It actually is assisting the design in reality. Yes. And it's and and so for us, when we look at envelope performance evaluations or energy analysis that we're going to be providing, and and the performance criteria we're developing on projects. We're going to bring that information up front now. And it's a place where that it's not only the cost analysis is going to be left to later or the budgeting is left later. It has to be in tandem 
with those types of performance measures. So we would, to to everybody, we would actually challenge that product representative or that manufacturer that you're working with or that that early involvement person, even a subcontractor, to actually come to the table with some actual real results. Yeah. And and for us to do that, it's an everyday deal. It's it's it's, it's what needs to happen. It's what should happen consistently. Um, the other the other piece of that that for me yeah. always got clogged in at the end. Yeah. And so then it became a, a bone of contention and it became a struggle and a fight in in the overall project from all levels. Um, was value engineering. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that the design assist um, time is the exact time to really look at the value engineering and understanding are there other ways, means, methods of uh, sourcing or fabricating or installing or, 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 or. So understand, I mean, I personally think that the value engineering should be a massive piece of the early work totally. to, to get everything figured out because to figure it out later, it's never going to be as beneficial as, as the early part, right? So, and this is, this is the whole effort of actually like true consultative measures, right? And, and actually bringing the word of consulting and what that means into a product representative standpoint. I think that, I think a lot of the consulting definitions, and I say consulting is because it's, it really is that third pillar of what we want to redefine or give a different solution to within our within our industry is is the ability to actually have a consultative measure that's going to bring a value engineered approach into it is is that it has to be inclusive yeah right it can't necessarily be this this um well inclusive but pinpointed that's what i want to say is is that consulting kind of can be this like thirty-five thousand foot I've been in this industry for 45 years. I can see that that's going to happen down the road. You probably don't want to go that direction, right? You probably don't. You probably want to go this way, right? Type of thing, but not understanding. Not isolated. No. Yeah, exactly. It's not the pinpointed measure. No. So I always kind of like, um, uh, how do I say this? I, I I like to in English, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully in English. <laughs> I like to take consulting Your Spanish to, is uh, terrible. to a to a different destination. I actually don't know Spanish. Your German is phenomenal. Yeah. Eigentlich ist es poor, total, yeah? Yeah. I assume. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So you'll say this this way. No. So for consulting me, I like to take it into a different definition. This is that when, so a story I want to kind of refer to in the, in the consulting measure. I was out on the golf course with a good friend in Spokane. Um, uh, we were playing a, um, uh, just an old school course. It was built back in the 30s. And he was, man, he was hitting it straight every single time. Or he was shaping his shots. And he was just doing a really good job at it. And I just kind of said, hey, you know, I've been playing this game for a long time too. What's something that you take from an approach standpoint in when you approach the ball to actually make that make that next shot happen? And he said, Well, the advice that I got from a major league pitcher was is that we that when he so I knew a major league pitcher and he, he pitched for the Texas Rangers. He pitched in minors for four or five years and then came up in the in the in the Rangers and actually pitched for them. But when he actually got on the mound to pitch, it was to a place where where he didn't just say, okay, the next pitch is going to be a low and inside curveball. Right? He knew the curveball pitch and how you had to position your hand and the mechanics for the, the actual wind-up and, and those things, how he got into the stretch and pitched the ball. But the reference was is his focus. right? And so he changed his focus from rather than low and inside curveball to saying, okay, the position of where the pitcher's glove was, understood the call, what was going to happen for the pitch, and then he said, okay, where am I going to pitch it? 
not low and inside. Now, okay, you can see the actual where, like, you pick the target inside the glove. Now he said, okay, at the base of the first finger of the catcher inside the glove, you're going to see a stitch. Now you got three stitches that are going to make that stitch up. Now inside the three inside the three stitches, you now have the thread that wraps the that stitch. Right now, take the thread that wraps the stitch of the thirteen threads that are making that up. Now go to the back side of the thread on the third string. Right. Okay. Now we're going. We're going. The the focus of like now, and the whole premise was is aim small, miss small. Right. Now he's going to not hit the. He's not going to hit the third. He's not going to hit the third thread. He's going to hit the third and point three thread because it's a thirty percent difference. But his focus had to be so small and tiny that to a place where it was an aim small, miss small technique. Right. Yeah. So the focus that we want to bring from a consultative measure to your project and to your solution has nothing to do with a 30,000-foot consultative role of just absolute waste of time from an overall view of, like, I'll engage early, but I'll disengage early, and then you guys go on your merry way and take all the risk. Okay, right. It's to a place where it's, it's major league status. It's major league level experience where you're handing the ball to that major league pitcher and we're the ones that are going to ask for it. We're the ones that are wow. going to say, "Give it to me. Step on the step on step on the mound, and it's time for us to actually implement that level of focus and that level of of consultative measure inside each detail, inside each solution for you guys." So I don't know. I, that's, no, that's that's great. That's redefining consulting for me, man. No, but that's a great that's a great representation because a lot of times. Um, you know, if it, when I when we get called in, mm-hmm. the first thing I'll do is look at the elevation. Absolutely. And then I will instantly go to the details. Like I skip past everything else. Sections or, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Straight into the finite details to understand what is it they're actually looking to have done here. Mm-hmm. And if there is something, then that's where I really ask my questions from. Right. And then if there's nothing there, I actually <laughs> typically go, okay, good. Whew. Phew. I don't have to sell them on a different right. path, right? I don't have to <laughs> so, get their mind out of... Uh, that this is is unitized, or this is stick built, or this is window wall. Or right. This is, let's do, let's go from there. But um, that's the finite that we have to go into because, totally. and then it, a lot of it is much like with with, with the, the glove. And 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 I'm not Johnny Baseball. Don't ever ask me about it. And you can. <laughs> I'll talk about it. I'll talk with it all day long. I'll talk baseball with you all day long. What you can always talk about, but um, there there's no way you can see what that gentleman was describing. Right. That's an unseen. Right. It, it, from the human eye, six, what is it? Sixty foot six inches. Hey, you got, you're good. Actually. I know that one. You're good. Uh, so from sixty foot six inches, you can't see that that you're hitting at, right? It's not unlike what we do actually when they talk <laughs> about thermal values and right. seismic values. <laughs> yes, and, and and wind load and dead load. Absolutely, and, and everything else that needs to happen there is massively unseen. It's not in the drawings. No, right? I can't. You can't. Draw me where the dead load is going to be. No, it's <laughs> or, how the, or how the seismic clip, clip can actually prevent that unit from falling off the building, right? Yeah. No, no, right? But we do want to bring that's the that's the value of it is is really talking about understanding and redefining what di- design assistance actually can bring you yeah. now to the project. Redefining what training can actually understand to to shift that architectural solution of training into a, or act, perception into a solution. And then redefining what a consultative measure is that 
that what you as an architect, developer, GC, subcontractor needs to demand from your manufacturer and, and from the people that are providing you the product solutions. It's a demand of that. So, I mean, from our world, we do have amazing vendor partners that we're standing on to work yes. with partnering. And they do give a tremendous amount of horsepower for it. The representation that we have for each one of those, but also from a global market understanding that we can, we want to come in and we want to engage into a place where, you know what, we want to get that 700, 800 level course application to your project. Right. And, and for Edify Studios, it means, it means for us to really kind of create that atmosphere. And so it's a different direction we want to look as far as like casting our net wide. It's it's not so much that. It really is laser focus depth that we want to take in as a depth versus width perception. And and for us, it's a it's just a different mindset of switch. So guess what? There's a lot of people who have struggled with it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are probably going to be unfamiliar to the atmosphere the atmosphere of like allowing being vulnerable about some of those things that maybe didn't work. It's okay. It's all right. No, we're not here to not here to to be emotional about it. We're here to just yeah. actually have a solution. <laughs> I'll be the emotional one. Okay. I'll, I'll make that decision, sir. <laughs> no, that's that's true. That brings in you know uh, that those are the those are the different nooks that we're going to dive into Absolutely. in future episodes as well. Um, I think the design assist piece, the VE piece, yes, curtain wall, unitized curtain wall, you know. All of those are going to be future pieces. We totally um, architects. You know, we're going to have some super amazing top level, uh, outstanding architects in here. We're going to have facade people, glass designers, uh, engineers, fabricators, understanding quality control, making sure that we get the application level of because we want to bring that level of of Q and A yeah. to this 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 platform because i think it's it, it's missing from that is as we get like i remember on that one project when that engineer of so-and-so actually answered that one question no we want to document it so it's here now right we want to bring it to you so it's always accessible we get we get lost in some of these things of like forgetting what project did or forgetting those applications that happened we're here to actually bring the value document it to a place so we can actually bring it to a different level of application yeah so those are the those are the yeah. those are our show driven <laughs> moments, right? Absolutely. So that's that's where we're going to to drive. But uh, when we started this company, um, and when we started this podcast, we said no hard shell. So we're not going to be a, a, a turtle. A turtle can't take that shell off and then switch and be Correct. something different. So no hard shell. We need the flexibility and fluidity to be able to shift around mm -hmm. and things. So so those are those are our show ideas right <laughs> yeah. but we want to know your show ideas please we want to you know crowdsource to a certain degree and understand what is it you want covered as well um so we need we need that feedback we need to say hey i'd love to have one specific just to project engineers yes i want one just specific to i'd love, love to talk to you about embedment Ugh. oh my gosh Jeez. right <laughs> don't even get started no. on that, Write that down, Embeds, right no, but it's we want to invite you guys to participate into this community. Challenge us a little bit to actually tell us what you want to hear. Tell us, no, that's not right. Yeah. You know, tell us you're full of crap. Yeah, absolutely. I heard I heard your last episode when you talked about bop, bop, bop. 
And that was wrong. Yeah. And here's this is, why. Great. We want to invite you yeah. onto the show to bring that value here. And we know that we actually have that availability to actually talk to that third, fourth generation that's about to come into our industry. And it's about to enjoy the, the actual wonderful world of what the what the architectural construction industry can be and what it's going to be for so many different facilities oh. that are coming up. I just cannot wait to just to see these these facilities absolutely come out of the ground. So, yeah. well, and that just mimics what we're going to be creating on this podcast, man. No, it, it absolutely does. And the other thing we want is, you know, reach out to us via email uh, or on any of the social medias. And, and we want to know, uh, uh, we want to talk more about specific pieces of, of, of favorite projects. <laughs> yeah. Like what is your favorite yes. project in Seattle? What do you think is the best one in Portland? What do you think the best one is in LA or New York? Or absolutely. Wherever it is, if, if you have that one that you're just like, yeah, that That's is the, the most badass structure I've ever oh, seen man. in my life. And this is why, yeah. right? Let us know about it. Or if you're working on a project right now that is, you know, just wrapping up or just getting done, let us know. We want to, we want to, you know, take a look at the work that's being done out there. We don't want to be microscopic and just stay in right. a singular lane of, of this is one area. We happen to be, you know, based where we are, but I want to, I want to look globally. I want to see what's, you know, cause some of the things that they're doing in Brazil and Argentina right now. And, oh my gosh, dude. You know, part of Japan and a Cannot little bit of, in, in Mexico. It's just like, there's so much amazing stuff happening. So you're right. Uh, you know, send us your project information. Let us know what it is uh, you're achieving out there as well. Yeah. And we want to open up the conversation to you guys, bring that Q and a here forward. Um, uh, we appreciate you guys for joining us on the yeah. edify studios podcast today. What a kind of a fun inaugural episode to kind of kick off. So if you're driving in your car, if you're working on a job site, if you're if you're enjoying the uh, the traffic on I-5, 405, whatever it may be. The 405 if you're in California. The 405. 405 if you're here. <laughs> right. Um, thank you for joining us. We sincerely appreciate yeah. it. Sincerely appreciate you for uh, for actually subscribing to our podcast and actually being a part of that, that alert function so you actually know when that next one comes out. Um, if this has brought you value in any kind, we'd appreciate you to share it with your ne your colleagues sitting there. next to you. Um, we appreciate you to actually just bring it, bring different show ideas to the direction we can be. But after, and connect, just yeah, connect, just with connect us. with us, absolutely. So this was huge. It was big. God, this was just it's a good day. It was great to just be able to get this out there and and, yeah. and push push uh, some information that way and just get started, right? No, for sure. They say that the hardest thing to do is get started, and and it's go time, man. It's go time. So all right. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you on the Edify Studios podcast. Please share this. We'll say goodbye. Good luck. Good See luck. you guys. Take care. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Edify Studios podcast with hosts Brad Glauser and Brad Walker. To learn more about Edify Studios, visit www.edify-studios.com. That's www.edify-studios.com.